I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, September 20th, 2021. My name is Dan Brosco here with Dave Geller for episode 60, David. Do you know that? Six zero? Six zero. Just learned it just a second ago. Uh, of what do we know on what I would just say is a sparkling fall morning, David. It's a beautiful fall. It's my favorite kind of weather. This is the best, right? Like 50 when you wake up, chilly, 75 awesome. in the daytime, nice and dry, clear in a million sky. Let's go. Do it. It's been a long time, David. We did. We've, we've, it's been a long time, but we did have a pod that didn't quite make it. Yeah, I think that was my fault from the production perspective. No but sound. I mean, we, we need to talk about some of that older stuff, but it's probably been six weeks. We got together with Brenda and then me and you afterwards and that really disgusting humid stretch. So we're, we're back. And we're a lot back, has happened since then. Back in the saddle. If I had to say, first of all, Dave, Shana Tova, Happy New Year to Happy you. Happy New Year to you, Shana Tova. We had some Rosh Hashanah. We did some Rosh Hashanah. It was yeah, very nice. We had some Yom Kippur. We had some Yom Kippur. And I love my, my happy Yom Kippur wishes from folks that don't know any better. Those are my favorites. Happy Yom <laughs> Kippur. And for those who keep in track, it's another Jewish holiday tonight. Sukkot. Sukkot's here, the Festival of Booths. Just finishing up my booth just now, thinking about how we can get you guys over for a little... Do you say booth? When I you say... translate it, you I say no. tabernacle, you I say like hut. What do you say? I just say sukkah. 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 Sukkah, baby. Sukkah on Sukkot. So just, just I mean, I, I came up with a very gentle checklist of like of macro events before getting the specifics of what's been happening. So I'm, I'm just going to say six things. I'm looking forward to your macro so diet. I mean, whatever. I got a lot more here, which you haven't seen yet, of course. It's always a surprise. Never know. It, never know what's going to come out of your mouth. So number one, James is the college. James Brosgall is a whole separate at the segment. Dice. So James Brand, is yes, we should do a, We should do a James at college segment. We should go, go live to Brandeis. We're not going live. We should go live. Put, put, up, a, put up a table, and when people walk by and say, hey, do you know James Brosgall? We heard he's at college. And just see how that goes. So, well, again, that whole that whole segment, maybe maybe later about what's All like right. having a kid going back to school Let's where do you it. went. Um, so when two uh, schools started, masks are on. Masks that was a big on. one in middle of August. We, that pr- sort we of predicted mask, that. Mask wars, we predicted then, that. Like uh, I did not predict the COVID. Oh, you <laughs> uh, thing number three, uh, we, you pulled out of Afghanistan, which we talked about because we were together that weekend. Yes. Uh, number four, you've lost a lot of weight, which is exciting, and you're looking great. That's Thank you. It's exciting for you to look at me and see that I'm looking great. Thank uh, you very much. Number five, we got new windows. That was a big project. You, this is not. This is your windows. Awesome. And nice. then uh, we went to New Hampshire, had a nice time right, right as school started. Bam. So those are my Conway. six things over Conway. six weeks since our last podcast. How about you? Six things. I mean, you can give me one or two. Don't come up with six. If you um, have six. I, didn't, I didn't ask you to prepare six either. We'll just uh, kind of pair it up. Jossie is back at college yep. in person. Awesome at Skidmore senior year. Um, Living in the same place as last new year. New apartment, new place, great yeah. apartment, right downtown Saratoga. Um, yeah, great roommates. Next, her next door neighbors are former roommates, which are great in her apartment. Good. Doing some acapella and having a great time doing art, metalworks, music. You know it all. What's the plan for when this is all over? What kind, of, um, what kind of noises is she making? Yeah, she's she is all over the map. Um, 
uh, actually. <laughs> Literally. Like she, <laughs> she's thinking about me. I, she's toyed around with getting a van and traveling across the country. I mean, I've... Ooh, I've given twi- the news to speak about van travel, I would, just, I, I would yeah, say yeah, don't yeah, do yeah, that. Avoid Sorry that. for going grim. I've, I've toyed around with, hey, you know, if you know what you want to do, let's go find a... You know, she. I think she'd like to set up an app place somewhere and make her own studio. I, I'm all over that. I've, I've even toyed around, you know me, shiny objects. I've also toyed around buying a farm somewhere for her. She wanted to do that. You, you want know. to buy a farm? Up maybe New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, Wait, I'm, well, I'm, this is the first I've heard of this. Oh so yeah. we'll come back to that later. Yeah, I, no, I like that. So that's Jossie. We'll come back to this. Wow. We can do two podcasts today. Uh, Mad- <laughs> Madison is back in school, fifth grade, with so. the best teacher, one of the best teachers at Estherbrook, if not the best, um, uh, Mr. Silberman. Awesome. Awesome teacher. All our uh, friends, I'm going to say you're playing favorites now. That's okay. They're all great. They're all great. Esterbrook Esther is uh, is stacked with teachers. I'll put it that way. Um, we got a new deck. We got a new deck. The new deck is it fully completed? Is f- yeah, I'd say 99.9% completed. Yeah, but just the four weeks and three weeks and then it's 12, four di- 12 days before it's yeah. fully decked. So no <laughs> longer that you will fall off the side, which is yes. nice, safe. Um, yeah, we had a great weekend, you know, uh, Bedford Day, Barricka Day, Bar- Yankee Doodle though, Homecoming. Yeah. But yeah, so those I say those are my big things for me. We, we, I did see you Saturday morning on yeah. on the return, the great return of Bedford Day, the great return, which was nice. It was good. It was uh, funny because it was very overcast and kind of gloomy, and then all of a sudden at, at lunchtime the sun just came out and it, a sparkling warm afternoon broke out. But by that point, I already warm. left Bedford and gone down to Milton for a soccer game. But yeah. I would say that the road race for Maddie Langone was great. Good to be back in that habit, and then. Um, Many Broskels ran it, and I escorted a not Broskel across the finish line who was having a hard time. Who now is That was very nice. Did you carry this not Broskel? Did, did they run so across on their own? So this is one of Noah's classmates. I'm going to say it's, it's my friend Victoria, uh, whose mom was a race director. And she goes, oh, well, Noah really want, Victoria really wants to run with Noah. I'm like, I'll run with them both. And this girl's a hockey player that has not run a 5K before. So I think we stayed together for about a half mile. And I told my daughter, like, hey, go, go up and finish with your sister, and I'll, and I'll help our friend Victoria cross the line. That's nice. And I said, remember one, and this is an eight-year-old, and I'm like, when you're 18 and really fast. Do you remember that first race you ran with Dan Broskel and mm-hmm. say, oh my gosh, it's because of that. And then she called me dad for the rest of the day, which was really funny. Oh, that's nice. And then I started the fireworks and she's like, hey dad. I'm like, oh my God. That is nice. Not that I'm looking for more kids, Dave, but it was just kind of sweet. So I, I, nice. ju- I just, the opposite at a race yeah. I ran years ago for a school where I, where I ditched somebody. I finished the race and this kid came up to me. He goes, hey, I beat you. I said, <laughs> okay. He said, yeah, but they said that you beat me on the, on the, li- on the list. The lineup. He goes, come with me. We have to change it. Where so was this? this is, it was at uh, it was at the Hastings uh, Road Race. Like I don't know how many years ago. How old ago. was the kid? I don't know. He was like 13, 14. Oh he was no. mad that the, he was he was like a like a second in front of me, but he was mad that they listed me for. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. I remember. I was funny on, on my Facebook memories day. It was like I posted something about my time from the 5K from 2008, which was an, a lifetime ago. But I, I think at that point Whoa. I was still running on my own. And I was kind of fast, and I won a prize. And that was a race where like I just like busted my butt to beat some like seventh grader at the finish line and then he spent like the next 10 years winning every bedford day <laughs> road race I'm like i beat him when he was that's 13 well, you, you uh you you made that's a time when all you, when, when our kids start exceeding us when they're running oh, about yeah. that time including my friend addie poulter who's a my friend scott's daughter who i think was the first female finisher and i think she's Seriously. 13 and she's an awesome that's kid great. Great. so we like that so bedford day great uh, the parade but i never marched the parade as a as an elected yeah, official yeah. i did this year because i'm like you know i might as well I had to dress up a little bit but that was nice Fair was nice. I didn't buy anything, but it was good to see people. And the fireworks were just spectacular. And I've been to a lot of fireworks displays over the years, um, you know, because I'm just like super important. I had a parking house for the middle school. Hmm. I'm like, why don't we just stay here as opposed to going up to the soccer field? And we were literally like 
100 yards away from the launcher, like with all the firefighters and fire trucks and families. And I'm like, this is a great place to be. But it was just like deafening and incredible. Yeah. And the last two minutes, which I posted, were just awesome. Just yeah. a really awesome way to end the day. James was there for us also, which was nice. So great day. Yeah, so, we're, so we're in Lexington, how many miles away? And I, I heard those fireworks. Those are great. Um, I think Winchester had some going off too right afterwards. And then there was a thunderstorm which rolled in. Like yes. Immediately after. I thought you arranged I was like, that. Oh, there's more fireworks? No, it's pouring rain, which as I didn't even know was supposed to happen. No, that was good timing. But as a town official, I thought you arranged that. Yes, I actually told the weather to come in about nine. That was, a, so that, that was after your eight. high holiday connection, you arranged yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's what I did. I just asked for things and got them. Um, yeah, but it was good to you know. It, it, we picked up James uh, on the way down to Milton uh, at Brandeis to take him to. A soccer game because he wanted to come home for the fireworks. That's nice. On the way back, he's like, "Hey, do you want to meet some of my friends?" And we're like, "Do we? Of course we do." So he went into Missell and like, I expected to meet like three kids, four kids, like twelve kids walked out of Deroy. I'm like, "These are all your awesome new friends." Oh. So, so I was like, very quietly happy. No, I'm seeing the pictures of him online, you know, so on, on his on uh, Instagram. They're awesome. Looks like he's having a great time. You you can't hide that joy that he oh, has. That's great. It's great. And uh, of course, I mean, just to, just to brag, like he's, he's still in the baseball pipeline. Um, Wanted oh, yeah, to go and yeah. then had had a hit in his first at bat yesterday in the into the scrimmage. So nothing That's else cool. like good for him, you know. That's cool. Good for him. So we're really excited and happy that all the stuff he's doing and people he's meeting and and um, how happy he is. And when you went to Brandeis, did everybody ask ask if you knew me? Did you? Did they no one know? asked that yet. No. I mean, I'm waiting for it though. Yeah, yeah, like like all the chem teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Oh, Dave Gill. No, 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 no. The five hundred uh, years ago, I mean, yeah. that guy, <laughs> he was a slacker. He asked me to write a recommendation for him. I had no idea who he was. But he's taking general chem, organic chem, he told me, or go be next semester. Well, general chem is a killer. So he said, general was chem I was there. weeds out kids for organic I, I have no idea. I never took chemistry. But he's he's like, not pre-med. No. Yeah. Because no. yeah, yeah, because it, it probably, I think about, it cut down the pre-med class by a third. Um, yeah, no. I, I think he's excited about healthcare policy. Hence the intersection Who of isn't? Chemistry it's and exciting. science and politics. He's thinking of that kind of program. And I'm like, you know, you're, you're three weeks into college, dude. Like, whatever you want to do. Slow down. Slow down. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I mean, good, good to see you. So you had a good time back for today. Saw a lot of people. Gave out a lot of good stuff. Gave out a lot of great stuff. Yeah. It's great to be there. It's, uh, you know, I just love. You have a good table location. Yeah, a great thing. Yeah, a great location. I don't know if it's a bad location there, but it's just a great day. And people really appreciate just seeing other people there. And it's, a, it's, it's um, exciting. It's a little exhausting. You know, you get there early. You leave late. Um, what time did you get there? I got there at eight. Uh, eight. And what time did you leave? Uh, about probably three. That's a long day. Yeah, but it's a good day. But wow. but it's, you know it's a balance. It's, you know you want to make sure you you know say hello to everybody. You know answer any questions. You know it's good. It's a good day. It's a really a nice turnout, and I think people are really excited to be out and about it. I mean, to me, you, you wouldn't have never known except for the masks. Some people with masks on that there was a COVID thing going on. So I will say. Some usually you can't move about for day. Every hour yeah, was packed. There were a couple of dead. There's like an hour, an hour when you, yeah, well, at least where we were, it was yeah. like an hour, an hour and a half. It was like jam packed, you know. But it I was, do love that. I do love that. I do love it. as kids sneak behind my table and grab my stuff. Did, I heard that you ran out of helium. Is that true? We ran out of helium very quickly, wow. but next year we're gonna have tons of helium. I have, we have some big what plans go next wrong? year. <laughs> we got <laughs> some. I got some tanks. big plans. Heather, Heather Limerick, who is with us, and Jess O'Connor, two uh, Bedfordians. Actually, Heather's a former Lexingtonian. Um, 
were awesome help to me and us. And Heather's got some great ideas for next year. I will not divulge yet, but that you're going to love them. We got a split squad. Half the folks were at Yankee Doodle up in Bellrica, right? Yankee Doodle Homecoming. That was crazy, too. And they had a great time there. Yeah, we had three or four people manning a tent table. Did you do there. the same giveaways at both town days? About the same. They Is had. special about the Bellrica gifts that we They actually had. They, they, you have to have games at you. You have to have some activity at your table at Bellrica. So they. Like la- model magic? Like, yeah. Like so last year we had, we had like a giant. Um, operation game. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did. I know what happened to that, but this year we had Giant Connect Four. That's why I didn't. Want, I didn't actually listen to the audio of that video that you posted. Yeah. that's why. So come play and Connect some Four other bowling game. I think. I think on the Amazon order there was a um, a beer pong set order too. But I'm not sure if that was for. Uh, yeah, let's not do that. Amazon. Let's not do that <laughs> no, with the kids. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, they have access to my Amazon Prime account. So some who's stuff. the they? Like your office staff? My, my yeah, my office staff. Might be having a separate account for personal expenses. Uh, yeah, I trust them. <laughs> see what they see what the they same order. for like deductions. But what's that? The same for like deductions. Oh no no no! It it, it all blends right in, my friend. Wow. Um, no, it was a good day. Good day. It's great. Yeah. Um, big news today, David. I'm sure you've seen it because everyone's talking to you about it about Pfizer. What's the big news? Oh, it's, I mean, I, I, said, I, I, I heard, the, I heard it big news. That Make the sure the vaccine works for five and eleven year olds. Yeah, yeah. And reduced dosages, and now they're saying, well, maybe it's. Maybe it's Halloween if they file for today yeah. approval that 12 year olds and under yeah. get vaccinated. So I heard for that. Halloween. I heard that news. And um, yeah. You, buy, you buying? Am I buying? You buy it. You're in? You're in for Halloween? We're in. We're in. Yeah. But, it's, but it's interesting. It's a lot of stuff to sort through, and there's just so much information out there. And especially with the recent FDA um, booster recommendations for Pfizer yeah. and the hesitation for us. You know, a global recommendation, it just confounds things a little what bit. What hesitation are you referring to? I mean, that they weren't refer- recommending for everybody yet. Is that because there aren't enough vaccines out there for everyone to get one because they think it's too soon? I think I think that's still so. I I think there's I think that one theory is is that they are they want to you know prioritize getting people at least one or two vaccines exactly. before you get a third one. Two, right? I, mean, I think they I think there's enough vaccines out there. I think they can make them. Um, two, I think they're still just sorting through some of the data, which, you know, everybody sorts through the data on their own or at different paces, you know, and the FDA is at, at their own rate. Um, but, you know, I'm on board with, actually, I heard that on the way over here um, uh, on NPR, and it's exciting. I was thinking about Maddie, you know, she's 10, she'll get it. Um, a little trick or treat, little but, Pfizer but we're waiting treat. now because that's going to be huge. But th- now we're just waiting. You know, we need data on Moderna and J and J booster vaccines. So which I was asking about J and J booster because there's all this sort of grumbling about whether or not people need one, or like mixing and matching boosters, like which people are also apparently doing, sneaking in there. So I'm, I'm not doing that, but I know it's sort of out there in the discussion. Yeah. So if you can go down that path for a second, you know, so I, me and Jen, my wife got Moderna. Jo- Hannah, my oldest, got Pfizer, and yep. Jocelyn, my middle one, got J and J. And Jocelyn said, I feel like Jocelyn said, Jossie, Jossie, Jojo. So I feel like a plebe. She said, because I got the J and J. I said, no, no, it's, I think it's okay. You know, it's one shot. And and then over the summer. You're talking about boosters, and some people recommend. It. I say some because it, it, it could be from some some physician on, you know, a morning show, or it could be some r- random Quack, scientist, yeah. you know, saying r- we recommend that you know people get Pfizer boosters if they had J and J, so people were, so people are getting it. But then people were saying, well, we don't recommend that. You know, some people don't recommend that, and the J and J data wasn't in yet, and the Pfizer data, Pfizer's has been ahead of the curve with the data. Yep. Um, and then the question. So I actually was thinking about getting. We talked about this maybe maybe on the on the lost pod. The I was I was pod. thinking about getting Jocelyn a Pfizer um, booster, 
even though she had the J&J. But then I was thinking, you know, the, the data's not in yet, and the J&J is, you know, as far as I understand, as I'm learning, is pretty good. And then do we want to stop mixing different types of vaccines? I mean, we don't know. We don't know. And before probably, I, probably better not to. We, do, we just don't know. Right, There's yeah. probably either zero problem with it, or there could or, be a or problem. Or there could be. <laughs> like everything so, else, we're not really but sure. But as the data's coming in on J&J, it, it ain't that bad. Um, and, but we just we got to get more, you know, because the J&J is the least given vaccine, probably, at least in the United States. Yeah. But the data isn't that bad on it, you know. It's well, the vaccine, the vaccines work. The question is how how long do they work? It seems yeah. now that Moderna has better effectiveness over a longer time than Pfizer, but like just the boosters will augment that whenever people decide to. Listen, it's great news. Now I just pulled the the data for Bedford. Like how 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 quickly did kids get vaccinated here? So to set some expectations. So um, from the 16 plus in Bedford, on May 13th it was seven percent. And on July 1st, fully vaccinated, six weeks later, it was 85%. That's so crazy. 85% in Bedford, 16 plus, got fully vaccinated That's in crazy. six weeks. 12 to 15 is when that started in June, was 0% on June 3rd and 72% on July 15th. So 72% kids got fully vaccinated in six weeks. It's currently 90% for 16 plus and 86% for 12 to 15. So we can assume that whenever it happens, whether it's October 31st or, or, or November 15th, that well over three quarters or 80% of our, of no, whoever it is, five and older, two and older, will get them right away, which is great. That's awesome. So it's gonna happen, and Lexi is 95% right now for both groups also, a little bit ahead of Bedford. Um, but those are numbers that you wanna see, a lot of kids getting vaccinated. So we'll see it happen real quickly when it happens. Huge. And, is, and you think you'll be doing it, or you think yeah. you won't be doing we it? We could, we could do it. We just, it's just, it's, you know. You've always kind of, it's, it's all about it's, all, it's a, unfortunately a numbers game yeah. and before when you had to store it at a certain you know the Pfizer at a certain temperature and only lasted for two weeks right. you wouldn't be able to give out the number of shots because other people would be giving them too which is great but we would we wouldn't be able to use the, all the vaccines and we would lose them but now once the um, they've changed the storage um, requirements and how long you can keep them and once it hits I think we we will have we will likely have those vaccines if, if we want to so, and I hear that Moderna's combining COVID booster, flu, and RSV into one shot. Sounds pretty cool. I've not heard that. Well, I mean, um, I read that, so I know they're trying that they have so they'd like to do uh, it. The RSV, would, that be, would that be crazy good? Well, that's interesting. I, that's the first I've heard that. It's, it's, so what so, does your heart tell you? So I think that they could combine a flu vaccine and a COVID vaccine, which you probably need a booster maybe yearly, but yeah. we don't know if you need a booster yearly. Sure. Then I think it's a great idea. They've never made an mRNA they meaning anybody M an mRNA flu vaccine, but why not? RSV, there's no vaccine for mm -hmm. ever. There's, that's a very tough virus to prevent. Um, and the only thing we've had is something called Synergis, which it, which is an infusion, which is a shot you give um, high risk kids, usually young infants. Some of them have cardiac issues. Some of them have. Uh, they're premature infants or lung disease. They get that monthly during the RSV season, which is usually the fall through the winter. It's crazy that right now RSV is, is a predominant virus in the summer and going into the fall, which we've never seen before, at least I've never seen before. And RSV is really in the news now, so it, it's a hot topic and a hot vaccine. If someone can make a vaccine against RSV, that's the, uh, and I'm sorry to bore the listeners, but that's the common cold basically for yep. most people. So if you can do that, that's what people have always talked about, that's one of the common colds besides other ones like parrot influenza, like rhinovirus, 
Uh, so if you have a, a vaccine for that, that's huge because it just prevents the common cold, which also would prevent fevers and respiratory issues, which you could worry would be COVID. But the big thing is for the kids who are high risk for it. And we've yep. never had that. So if they combine that, that's interesting. That that's crazy. I think you're excited. It's, well, it's crazy because question is how many people need that, really. Like, did you really Would you want a vaccine? I'm off the top of my head, I'm just thinking this, against the common cold, you, Dan Brosco. I don't know, would I? I don't know. Does it hurt? It doesn't hurt to get it, you know? But do you? But would you, if you were a young kid, a kid who's high, who either high risk for um, RSV or um, you're more prone to it, which is usually the young, the toddlers, then it doesn't hurt to get it, you know? And it prevents other things like leading to sinus infections, ear infections, pneumonias. I mean, right now, also, and I'll stop after this, is the RSV Infections we're seeing are more severe than they usually are. Mm-hmm. And I think I talked about this before. Um, Currently be or just like over the course right, of summer? This summer yep. because in the theory is that kids weren't exposed to any viruses, so their immune system doesn't have any baseline protection. So we're seeing sicker kids from RSV. Right now, hand, foot, mouth disease is running rampant around a lot of um, preschools and daycares. But anyways, that's interesting. If they can, I mean, that's, that's going to be I mean, they're, they're trying. The news is saying you know, the goal is to develop a shot that combines yeah, that's flu, the goal. COVID, RSV. And that'd be crazy. Here we go. So let's go. Let's do it. You got very excited about that. No, that's just hot, to- hot news. That's just an interesting topic to me. Meanwhile, lots of COVID. <laughs> lots of COVID. <laughs> but, but like generally contained. And I would say, again, we are learning still that it's not spreading in schools. There's yeah, updated, har- updated quarantine protocols. The test and stay protocols continue to um, b- befuddle people because of their logical holes. Befuddle. So I went on a, on a, on a quasi rant as I am prone to do in our last meeting about um, how testing and staying in school still means you quarantine outside of school. I'm like, okay, well, I don't, I don't really understand that. I don't want to re- sort of relitigate that with you. We had this conversation over the phone also. Um, you know, COVID's around, Bedford test rate's 2%, which is, you know, uh, high-ish. Um, but you know, I think we're doing okay, and, and things are moving forward. We're having sports and Bedford Day and activities, and yeah. um, good to do things we'll see if there's a bump. We'll see if there's a bump after the super spreader event at Bedford Day. That's not that funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I, I don't think it's going to happen. That's my, my, my thing. No, it's not funny, but I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I think that, well, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. It's, it's good to be, you know, other than masks. I mean, school feels sort of normal. Um, there's a little bit of a social media kerfuffle over uh, eating lunches outside and how terrible it was. And, and I think we sort of put to bed some of those... Uh, naysayers about this and Desi recommends eating apart uh, eating outside when possible not sharing french fries beautiful day beautiful you've, you've time used, of year to be eating outside you used so. two great words befuddled yeah and kerfuffled i don't like the word kerfuffled i don't know why i said that it's a great know, word like, actually you know. our friend kathy mcdonald who you know well that's the first time i've ever heard that word used was about five years ago where she where just have you been for the other 40 where she described it, we were at a, we, we had a uh, meeting at, at our synagogue and, and she did you start the kerfuffle? no she described she described the meeting as a kerfuffle the discussion as a kerfuffle and I, that's a gr- I, that's a great word. I mean, I know the I word. Think a kerfuffle can be part of a discussion. Yeah, I'm, well, it was a like a the yeah, whole was, thing was kind of amped up. Yeah, it was. What a, was the topic? Were I, people who excited knows? about who, you remember? No, I don't actually. But I I'm proud that you know the, the kerfuffle was, didn't lead to um, you know more than a than into um, fisticuffs, <laughs> fisticuffuffles. If there's a fight at a, at a, at a, a, a Muna <laughs> board meeting, I want I want the video. It wasn't a board I meeting. I want the raw video. Like, but like a kerfuffle is a great word. You know, oh my kerfuffle. Gosh. Speaking of colleagues, um, I will say I, I ran into some of our mutual friends over there in August at summer sports, and I saw uh, Alan Sherman a fair amount, saw Brian Alan. Cutler a fair amount at some baseball games in Lexington, mm-hmm. uh, and their boys. As I told you, uh, it's like a, a, a game for the ages about a month ago when the Bedford senior boys beat Lexington in the final, um, a very famous hot night in Lexington, which uh, 
a lot of folks you know were involved and that was a great way to end summer baseball season that was james's team and then uh, orange team won the next night but you know, i spent a lot of time with josh sherman sidelines a lot of time with nice Seth Cutler, two great kids two both great were boys. back at school good families um good boys. Got some kids running cross country right now playing soccer on saturdays which is nice so our saturdays are now full again of driving from place to place but i guess that's nice didn't really miss it and um you know regular soccer in full swings so i'm watching a lot of soccer on the weekends and occasional football game you watch the patriots yesterday no. Do you know what happened? Yes. What do you think happened? Well, I didn't go to the game. You're supposed to go to the game. You're supposed to go to the game. But you did not go to the game, unfortunately. There'll be yeah, another down, time. Down right? in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in Sakakis or wherever yeah. they are, right? I was invited to go down to the, to the game, but it was too much of a, of a travel um, kerfuffle. <laughs> you, the F. Anyways. Getting to Sakakis is easy. You just didn't no, have to bed for you day. You just want to. I had to hydrate. Being a good husband. Jen's birthday, my wife's birthday, birthday. Jen, which is totally appropriate. Well, they, well, they won. And they the, won. And they, the, they, and the Jets rookie QB threw four interceptions and was really bad. The Jets, the Jets. But I will say, like you know, it, it wasn't that fun to watch, even though there were lots of turnovers. I mean, it's that's it's, why it's, I'm it's glad a, it's, a, it's a run and short pass offense, which is fine. But yeah. I watch that game on DVR now real fast. You watched last week's on DVR too. Well, like I mean, why do I want to be home on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, sitting around? Rather do some other. But it was a late game, though. It was a four. It was a one o'clock game. Sunday was a one o'clock game. It was a one o'clock game. Oh really? I watched it. Cooper, I should have went to the. I should have went down. I thought it was. I thought it was eight four o'clock. I watched it at eight thirty p.m. Well, I'm the worst. Because we had a lot to do yesterday, which we'll get back to when I when we get to things that we were wrong. Because I was Patriots going all the way. Something. Um, what are you watching right now? It's been a long time since we talked about content. I'm just. I'm finishing up Peaky Blinders still. Jen finished Grey's Anatomy. She's looking for something else now. Um, like Twenty thousand seasons long. Yeah, seventeen seasons. Oh my God, that's a lot. That's funny. When I'm watching, I, I I have a bunch of shows. I have. I I, st- oh, I started watching. Um, what's that show about the kids down in South Carolina or North Carolina? Outer Banks. Outer Banks. I just started. Why are you watching that show? Because kids talk about oh, the office man. and not, I like to stay connected. So I started watching it. <laughs> it's like, okay. I just I'm only like one, one and a half not, episodes. You're not really in. the target demo for that show. I know, but I'm not the target demo for Blues Clues or. or, or <laughs> that's or, a fair that's, point. No, but I, I but I, I try to. You, you definitely know, have or, Grey's Anatomy. Or, or, or Paw Patrol. I'm not gonna watch Grey's Anatomy. It's too. Uh, Jen, Jen's I live it. Um, right. I don't think of anything else. I put on something. Oh, I started watching. He's actually watching Norm Macdonald, the a comedy. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. He was yeah, very funny. He's good. So you, what are you watching? So we watch Never Have I Ever, mm. which is so funny and not mm. usually my kind of show. I recommend it. It was, two, it was two seasons. This is about, it's Mindy Kaling's show about an Indian American yeah. girl and, yeah. and so, sort of social stresses in high school. It's but like so well done. And like some se- some shows like drop off in season two. It was great both seasons. Mm. So we watch all those probably 20 episodes over the course of, um, you know, a week and a half or two weeks. That was great. Um, I watched Jack Reacher, which I'd never seen before. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be the movie, but it was fine. Mm. We enjoyed it. Trying to watch Money Heist season five. I'm not into it that much yet. And I'm not just watching soccer. And have you seen Ted Lasso? Yeah. You're not. People tell me I'd love it. I mean, here's the thing. There, there are shows which are so hyped up, and then you see them, and you're like, oh, that wasn't that good. I think it was it was funny. I just didn't think it was like life changing. Mm. I'd rather not know about a show and then watch yeah, yeah. it and then really enjoy yeah. it. Like like never have I ever versus getting so excited to see it and then having it not live up to expectations. So I mean fine. I mean definitely worth watching, but it's not in the pantheon for me. So there we go. You finished um the, the marvelous Miss Maisel. Yeah, I hated the end. I hated the last. I I, I, st- I stopped after the it first was three season. Seasons, right? I stopped after the first season. I was so co- first season. It was so first hyped. You hyped it up so much. Well, the first half, the first season was great, and yeah. then the rest of it, and all of season two, bah. again, like this was just. Bah. I don't care about the the family drama. I wish yeah. this was funnier. Yeah. No thanks. Exactly. No thanks. Really. I, if I want family drama, I'll hang out with you. That's right. 
That's um, right, Geller. And then as I, as I, the book, I remember I hiked up that book um, called Cod that I told you about, A Biography of the Fish That Changed the World. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a great book. And then I read the book called Salt Wait, by oh the same guy. Yeah. Salt is not as good as Cod. I have a patient mm, whose grandfather wrote a whole book on tomatoes. Great. I should get that signed so copy if I was going to give you one, I would read Cod, Dave, and not Salt. That's going to be the last book I read. Dave, what's the last book that you read? Uh, the Book of Jonah. I don't read much. That that was that was well played. I no, that just best part about Jonah is the ending, of course, when the gourd or the ricinus plant or whatever it is, which no one's sure what it is, grows above his head, of course. And it's a great, it's a great story. He his lesson and blah blah blah. Um, speaking of food, yes. Even though nobody's speaking about food except for me. Especially you and me. Um, everyone I'm asked me. I'm listening about food. It first happened to you. Like, oh, what's it like when your kid's off of college? And I said, well, no, blah, blah, blah. But, like, what's noticeable for us is just the food consumption has changed. Huh. So we always thought James ate a lot of food. And I would just say it is absolutely measurable how much less milk, watermelon, rice, and bread is being consumed and how much longer it lasts. So if James is here, we're going through two, three milks a week. When we make dinner, it's a whole watermelon that's gone, wow. and it's four cups of rice. And I'm buying bread every two or three days. Mm. And now, like, no one's drinking the milk. It's half a watermelon a meal. It's three cups of rice. And bread just seemingly lasts forever. So when James isn't eating at dinner and, like, is picking around, I know what he's been eating. It's milk, watermelon, <laughs> bread, and rice leftovers. It's incredible. What's I mean, what's oh, you're saving so much money. I'm like, well, no, because I'm paying for college. What's the what's the <laughs> so there you go. He's paying rice. What's the what's the um what's the rice? He's he's just making like white rice. I mean, we just make rice a lot for dinner. You should mix the rice with the watermelon to fill them up more. That's disgusting. But not like Landis's watermelon. Um, the smoked watermelon that's going back last year. But watermelon is not year, Yom Kippur, I think. watermelon is not a filling food in general. It's just too, it's so work intensive. It's just it's giving yeah, like it feeds a lot of people um, quickly. You know, it doesn't feed you anything. You're talking just, about it's just giving like a watermelon juice. It's just ju- it's just like I think it's probably healthy. Does he eat the seeds? It was healthy, but it's just like. It's like not filling. That's why. What would you recommend instead? Calorie dense, nutritionally Nutella. tech foods. You like that? Granola. Granola. <laughs> Peanut butter sandwich. Peanut like butter and rice. In the car and Actually, I had a kid in the office, and I we asked him. We said, "What's his favorite food?" And he said, "Salmon grilled cheese." How old was this kid? And that's absolutely disgusting. No, it sounds delicious. Salmon and cheese. Smoked salmon on in a grilled cheese sandwich. That sounds. How, I'm gonna, how I'm old tr- was this child? It's like eight, nine, I think. That's a very fancy, yeah. refined palate. See, someone asked, well, "What's your favorite fruit?" And someone says, "Like um, passion fruit." Like, really? <laughs> First of all, it isn't. <laughs> Second of all, salmon grilled cheese is a no for I'm me. I'm gonna try that. It smoked salmon grilled cheese is a no for me. Really? Also, really, I'm gonna try. I do I'm like, like smoked like salmon though, but just uh, I, I just, just love smoked. I'm gonna try it today. Actually, I'll get back to you. Gel- Landis smokes things. He's the the, 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 he the brisket, pastrami, watermelon everything. smoker, right? That's what I remember yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, I'll just say also like the squash festival is underway in our house. As you know, we have our squash lined up for preparation. Squash festival. You know that. What does that mean? We do a lot of squash in the yeah, fall. Is it like a is it like a pageant? Like you know? No, we just we, we feature a lot of squash dishes: acorn squash, spaghetti squash, Hubbard squash, carnival squash. You gotta, you gotta, gotta, like gotta. Things. I like all kinds of pie. Pumpkin pie, pecan pies. Made my inaugural cranberry bread for the for the first Patriots game was which was bad luck. And um, inaugural cranberry bread. You know, I make it for football games. You guys are like like Iron Chef in your house. No, Iron squash. I mean, I, I'm just the good squash at, I like, festival. I, I like fall. The squash. So festival. I want to put down my culinary markers for fall, right? And that includes squash, 
My, and, I walked uh, three and dogs and today, and they all put down their their, their markers <laughs> today. Their markers today. Uh. Thanks, thanks for that. Hey, Bosco's doing oh all his squash rhymes. He's mocking his territory. And um, yeah, so ba- back to times we are wrong, Dave. Were you wrong this week? I, I, actually, I have yours for you if you can't think of it, but I will go first. Okay, you go and then give me mine. So speaking about it, so wa- wa- Saturday was great that day. And Sunday, like we put out, had a lot of stuff to do. So did a lot of laundry, did a lot of cleaning. And then um, my wife had sort of dropped, like, oh, I want to clean the gutters. <coughs> okay. So Who's cleaning the gutters? Your well, wife? We. No, we're, okay. like, we need, like, as an objective, like, things that we need. We need to weed the rest of the front yard and then, or garden, then we need to do the gutters. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to surprise her and do the gutters by myself. Okay. And I, I hadn't really done them. I'm not. I'm just going to pick the stuff out, grab, grab the things, throw them down in the ground, and clean them all out. And I thought, what, it was are, you, what are you grabbing? The gutters? So things fall in the gutter and like oh yeah, things yeah. grow out and of it. Like yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I climb out of the boys' you mow your gutters. Little, the little roof above the deck, and I'm reaching down on the stuff hanging over the lawn. I'm reaching up and can't get to the last thing. She goes, "Actually, like, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, am I doing this wrong?" <laughs> and more or less, I was not doing it the right way. So in the end, it ended up taking an hour and a half with three of us working. What was the way she was going to do it? Well, I think she just had a better sense of what's the better way to do it than the way I was doing it. What did, what way did you end up doing? I've cleaned many gutters in my life. Well, so. I mean, it's uh, it's it's not only getting all the stuff out, but it's also cleaning out the downspouts and spraying mm. in there and yeah, cleaning yeah. out the sludge and making yeah, sure you're yeah. missing these spots yeah. and also the roof and then this. And yeah. I w- I had probably I would have gotten about half the way there if I was unsupervised. So I think she right. came in and, and helped finish. She came in, which she was came in which was more thorough to clean the gutters. So I would say, was it a lot of fun? No. Was it's it what rewarding. I wanted to do at four o'clock it's yesterday? Re- it's rewarding no. though. It's a f- it's a passage it of fun. Good that it was done. I would say yes. You had to um, work off that squash in your belly. Next time I will do a better job with the gutters, Dave. And how about you? Well, how was I wrong? Well, you were wrong that your car was going to pass inspection. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Car drama continues for Dave. Yeah, we have we have three cars that all need inspection stickers, and the uh, same month. Or are you just putting up? Or are you just like delaying? Well, two of July, one was August. So, so it's I, September. Good. So good. I brought my yeah the pilot in, and it has this big gash on the side, which I've taped up two years ago, or three years ago. Um, from, I won't say, <laughs> but I will say, from backing into one of my Wait, own gash cars. Gashes in scratch or gashes no, like, like penetrates the armor. Like, and it's like, like if you walk by, the the shot of metal would cut you like a picky blinder. It's great. It's great. So, so, yeah, I ta- the guy said tape it up, so I taped it up two years ago. With what? Like duct tape. And it, the original duct tape is still on there from two years ago? Well, then, yeah. This is so good. And so then last year, our good friend David Landis, who gets uh, more na- naming on this on this program, brought in the car for me without me knowing as a favor because he had borrowed the car. And so I went back this year to get it inspected, and the guy said, I, I told you last year you have to fix this. And I said, no, you didn't. He said, yes, I did. I said, Oh, you told my friend who brought the car. He goes, "Oh, okay, I can't pass it." Y'all, y'all look alike to me. I can't. Yeah, I just so I can't pass it. He said, "I have five cameras on me." I'm like, "Do they have five cameras? Do they inspection stations?" Because he said, "If I don't pass, if I pass it, it could come back at me." I'm like, "Either either everybody has five cameras on him, or this guy has five cameras on him because he's done this in the past." So he said, "Okay, I'll, I'll I promise to fix it next year." I'm like, "Fine." So he takes it and he comes out. I can't pass you on that, and now I can't pass you on your tires. I'm like, you can't pass me on my tires? I just had the car looked at by my mechanic. I can't pass you. I have five cameras on me. I'm like, I get it. So now I have a, a car with a rejection sticker. I have two months to fix Shame, the tires. The scarlet letter. And then, as I told you, a Bedford day when I put open the hatch of my pilot door, I ripped yes. off the whole 
back hatch handle. Now it's hanging by a wire, which I duct tape. I duct tape that now to the back of my car. So I'm driving around town. You know what I'm gonna get actually? You know a what I'm new gonna car? get? I don't know. I'm gonna get a Vespa. I'm gonna get a scooter. I'm you gonna, are not gonna get I'm gonna a get a Dave Venuti Bedford Farm Vespa. So I'm gonna you want get. a brand of like with BF on it? You should. No, I was one of I want a scooter. And I heard from my color scheme. I'm going to actually. I'm gonna be driving around town with a flag pull a little, pull a flag off me. That's gonna be awesome. Don't be a flag guy. Okay, I won't be a flag, be guy. flag guy. I put it on my helmet a flag. Yeah, I was You're behind a flag guy yesterday in his big truck with his American flag and other stickers on his on his truck. And I'm just like, saying, don't be a flag guy. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I'm okay. I'm not gonna do a flag, but I might get a scooter. Um, so just you got, for fun. You got, you got, you got that sticker change from an R to a ten sometime soon, buddy. Yeah, uh, Play, playing with fire. I know. So I don't have to do with this car now. So I have a, yeah, what, one of the more annoying things to do in life is get your car inspected. It's usually pretty it's like easy, more, it, but it's just annoying. When you get your car inspected, do they take cash or they take credit card? I usually bring cash because I'm never sure. Because I always told me, they all, I always thought they always said you, they only take cash. I think it used to be cash only. Maybe they changed it. Because so I remember it used to be $19 for an inspection. Now, now it's, it's like 35 And I always go to the same place in Billerica, which we talked about, which is like just this hole in the wall. Like you walk in, it's just like oil and cigarette smoke and like 70s. Well, they decor. pass my car if I bring but it over there? But there's never a wait. I can bring my car over there. It was rejected from there last year, though, for, for, for tires. Oh, actually, there you go. You've got the same situation. But it's just, it's never, it, if you go to Bedford in town, it's, there's never, you never just breeze, breeze in and out. There's always yeah. a line of like six cars. Yeah. So I go to the Ricca. You just wait, and then they come out, and they say it's rejected. <laughs> so I have to go back. Do you like put up a fight? Or you oh, I put up a fight. I put up a fight. I know, I put up a Geller fight. Those can uh, be pretty intense, the Geller fights. And I must have heard 10 times, oh, he has five cameras on him. I wonder if that's true. I know. I want to. I'm actually going to Google that. Like, do you? Pe- or maybe he again. Maybe he passed people in the past and they came back. To, it's like you know. It's, it's like the there used to be. A, you know, it's the liquor stores that you know sell to underage people and they get and they get you know busted. Well, and every they liquor can, store now has video cameras. I mean, for yeah, but the old days, there was liquor store um, near Brandeis. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Anyways, what was it called? Not Smitty's. That place was there's great. No, there's no chance there's a liquor store called Smitty's. No, there's a Smitty's store, store right real, down near the old Waltham Western Hospital. Oh, that, there's no, there's no. Oh, like all, oh, on like on that, on the, on the, the like side street. street. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. This old liquor store, and the guy, it was had like a few teeth. Present. <laughs> Rest of Boy, Waltham is different now. Let me tell you. Even uh, really, Brandeis, even Brandeis is different. It's great, and all, all in good. Ways. Mama Dosi's still there. I don't think it is. Mama Dosi's is not still there. I'm sure I think it is. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, uh, so, uh, well, I'll look that up. Yeah. All right. But you have, you have three potential shiny new things to talk about. You oh. have three. Okay. The first one goes on the water. Oh, oh yeah, got a pontoon so, boat. So talk about your new boat for a second. I finally, I finally uh, bit the bullet and got a, uh, a, a better boat because you know my old pontoon boat, which we were happy to have, was not reliable. You know, it didn't the always. Fuel line would just leak. Sometimes the, the fuel, like a couple years ago, the fuel line was leaking everywhere, and I trying to patch it with goo as it was spewing gasoline everywhere. That was not smart. It wouldn't always start. It didn't actually stop either. I had to use the kill switch. It's not good to idea. stop the motor, which was a little dangerous. The the awning, which the new awning that I got a couple years ago, was it became a squirrel's nest last year. Yep, that's good. So there's a big hole in that, and the door would f- fall off, right? So that w- that was a mess. And finally, I I mean, I, I mean, door on a boat, you know, I mean, like yeah. whatever. Right? So I thought about, I, was, I was looking for a new boat, or a used boat. And a good friend of mine, Kevin, up in Maine, came across this nice year-old pontoon boat. That so it was like it was barely used. So we got a a, a newer. Almost new pontoon boat, which is nice. Nice color scheme. 
It's nice. We it's, enjoy this. The best thing is it starts up. and uh, It uh, also drifts far away from swimmers when they're trying to catch up to the boat, that which was happened a, to me. That was a windy, <laughs> windy day. So, yeah. <laughs> it was wicked windy. As Jen said, though, she says, now I actually like going on the boat because usually we'd go on the boat and have to get, get it towed back by someone. So that, that's nice. That's my one shine new thing. So um, you talked about getting a farm. Well, <laughs> I'm always it? thinking about that. That's like I'm, a like a, an agricultural working farm, or so like Jocelyn a, a loves barn Jocelyn to set up a shop in. You know? Loves animals. She loves animals. And if I listed the whether the any kind of insect, beast, whatever that we've had in our family um, over the years uh, under the um, auspices of Jocelyn, it would amaze you. Um, it, not even short of the horse that we owned for a, a year or two, right? Um, so I, was, I said, if you you know, one of would you like to have a farm? I don't know. So she actually have a farm, you know, raise animals and be part of nature, which she loves, and also maybe have like a little studio there too, or an art studio. You know, like I was. I, I would know. start with the studio and then maybe go into animals or or, or is work. Yeah, no. Let's get her a barn, some some corn stalks. When we gotta, I gotta so I'm set up shop. I don't know. I'd buy a barn. There's a lot of farms in New Hampshire. But I don't know where she wants to be. That's the thing. So it depends on where she wants to end up. But Jocelyn's, as much as I, I get distracted by shiny things. things she's she, a queen. Yeah. She's, she, a she's <laughs> also not always, she's not, um, she, she she may move around a lot. So I don't know, you know, if she knows where she wants to be. So I'd have to know if she knew You've what she wanted. You've got a farm. It's Pete Geller. It's Pete Geller. I'll get a, I'm, I might get one. If she wants one, I'll get one. I'm, I'm all about, you know. So you say bought the farm has negative connotations. If you yeah. obtain, if you obtain some farmland, I don't farm know. Land I'm nothing going to have and cows. A, and a structure, cows. you know. You can see like some goats, some chickens, um, and uh, and 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 you might be picking up something else. What am I? Oh, oh gosh, that, that's that's th- big th- news. This is this is big news. So I, d- I just emailed them yesterday to confirm. It's so big news for us, actually. It's but a big for news you for and us. Me, this, is, this is this is perhaps a cool. So thing, this is if you want to share the story. Nah, so there's a uh, my 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 old temple up in Auburn, Maine, which is closed now, where my father was the rabbi, um, had uh, multiple Torah scrolls, and that synagogue was absorbed by another synagogue in my town and they had donated various Torah scrolls to nice causes but they have one left and I was offered to um, uh, obtain that scroll for a small donation to me the small donation because the scroll uh, not only as you know we know how much a Torah scroll is worth emotionally um, spiritually and it also has a connection. Or to how much is actually worth? It's yeah. it's quite it's quite an investment. To my old um, synagogue in connection with my my father, my family, you know, my that my my first temple um, uh, synagogue, and not the first temple, but <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the, I've got a, uh, and I got a brick. Um, so yeah, so soon we uh, we will have uh, I'll have that in my possession. Gonna go up and get that. I so I think that that's an area that you and I should probably do together. As you're talking yeah, I know. about, it. that'd yeah. be a really a cool thing for me to do with you. So the fact that there'll be a Torah scroll, the, the one scroll Geller, one scroll Shul over there. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna have a scroll. I'll have a scroll in my house, which oh my who gosh. knows what I could do with. And, and you are going to uh, use that for tutoring your B'nai Mitzvah students. Tutoring and having leading some services. It's gonna be. Amazing. It's gonna be. I, I. I mean, you and I um, are excited about this, and I'm excited about the it. The amount of you. good we can do with a Torah scroll. Seriously, maybe even we'll, if it's old, it's, maybe, it's maybe we'll walk with it in Bedford Day next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll pass. Or walk through the record with it. See how that goes. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave that one alone. But anyway, so speaking of main stories, and maybe we'll close right with our last main idea of the week, Dave. And this is where which I told you about last time you were together. But you know what a you know what a fire pond is. I do. What is a fire pond? Isn't it? Isn't it? I think a fire pond is a pond that you use. If there's a f- 
the water to draw from for a yeah. fire. So let's say, yeah. like, you know, a lot of hydrants or you know, yeah. connections, you go to a pond, you yeah. have a truck with water, and you put out fires. Yeah. Uh, and you know where Green Main is with Green with an E. Oh, we're going back to Maine again. We're going to Maine, yeah, going yeah. Going back to Maine. I know Green very well because I used to work at a nursing home that was in Green, Maine. Is that where you used to put up the drywall and do maintenance? Or that, that was my that, that was, was my that father's was school. Place. But yeah, it was it was it was a it was a chain of um it was it was a Boaster Heights was that was the mothership, but then there was one in Green as well. Well, Dave, here's a story about um about Green, in which a a a, a amazing animal saved the town about five grand. So uh so fire chief. Uh, John Susie said a couple years ago we had noticed the level in the fire pond on Bull Run Road was very low and actually got to the level where the hydrant was out of service. We thought it was due to the drought and the water level never had a chance to recover. But this spring we noticed that the spillway had eroded to the point that it would not allow the pond level to rise. I read this in the paper. This is the problem. I read this actually in the actual newspaper when I was at Maine last time, the Sun Journal, Journal that I, I got so you. So that's where I got it. So the pond water is considered a, a crucial part of the department's firefighting efforts. So recent, the repairs would cost $5,000. Um, recently, we began to make plans to fix the problem, the chief said. But notice that the pond level has had ridden suddenly. And we looked into it. We noticed that a beaver had built a dam in the spillway raising the water level to the point where the hydrant is now in service. The, the heroic beaver saved the town of Green thousands of dollars in repairs to the fire pond. Way to go, buddy. I think I went to school with that beaver. I just don't even know what to say to that, except <laughs> that this is a really great uh, industrious beaver that saves some taxpayers. I'm just imagining a beaver with like the, a green mane hat on and like, and, like a, and like a ribbon over his shoulder, like, you know, save the town, and he's waving to the people. He or she. I could be, a, I don't know. If, yeah. So the, the, the two rhetorical questions which the Sun Journal asked were, number one, who needs a crew of engineers when you've got buck teeth and a long, flat tail? But bump 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 And two, do you suppose somebody makes a fireman's helmet that will fit a semi-aquatic rodent? Because as far as the Green Fire Department is concerned, there's a certain beaver along Bull Run Road that deserves a spot on the roster. Yee-haw. I think I think the um, the first comment about the buck teeth and the flat tail might have insulted some people. I think the, you made that same joke last time I tried <laughs> to make this story to you. But I do appreciate that you brought me an actual hard copy of the Lewis and Sun Journal. Yeah, that, that, you, you were able to touch it. I feel I, it. I, I felt the ink and the dye and just the connection to the Androscoggin. Probably that was great. But when we go up and get that tour, we'll grab another copy. Hundred percent. We will get a Sunday you. paper. It, it, oh, that's it actually will probably not be on a weekday. That's that actually happens. a Portland, the Portland, like this, the Portland. I don't Sunday need the Portland Herald. news. Yeah. That's just like it's mm. mainstream. Yeah. But as I said, the Portland Press Herald is a great Twitter follow. In case you do not, I don't know that. Very funny. Always doing like gifs and, and jokes. Really, Lewis and Sun Journal. I don't know if I follow them on Twitter, but I probably should. The Lewis and Sun, Lewis and Auburn Sun Journal. I mean, any, any, any. Um, is it still? Is it Lewis and Sun Journal? Or is it the Lewis and Auburn Sun Journal? I, Why are you asking me that question? I, know, I think it should be L.A., but. Uh, because the history of that, too, right? It used to just be the Sun and the Journal. You used to get two papers a day in Maine. That's a very busy name, though. They just said, let's keep all the names I know. and make it longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Lewiston, Auburn, Sun, Journal. Li live tweeting here. You're checking, yeah. It's just the Sun. Wait, it's the Sun Journal. News and conversations from Maine since 1847. Yeah. Send breaking news, Dave, too. Breaking. Oh, let's do it. There's probably a story in there which they should tell about you picking up the Torah. We should, yeah, actually. Oh, we should love that. Actually. Actually, that that's funny. That's a you, yeah. That's, that's it's actually a story that they should tell. Yeah. Fifty years after the yeah, when, you, when, you, when you were on there for the Passover Sarah, which you told me about. Would oh yeah. <laughs> on the front page. I guess yeah, that's a good one. So I just followed the Sun Journal. I want to find that picture. There we go. Well, it was great being it was great being back with you on a beautiful it's, day. It's this awesome. Is like put put awesome. a pep in my step. I'm looking forward to this. Glad we can make it happen. 
trying to get back on some good habits, as we've always said on Mondays. Um, yep. But um, sorry to our listeners who've been away for a while. But I will say that you know, on the last pod that we had, this is for you, Dave, just to, to, to brag a little bit, which we didn't share or post anywhere. Go over 100 listens. Really? So uh, thanks to our listeners who are still streaming. As I've said to you, I'm just listening to fewer podcasts in general these days. I don't know why that we're is. Because out, out and about now. Because just doing things. Busy. And, and I'm trying to focus more on stuff I care about. So for everyone who's still with us after 60 episodes, thanks. It's been a great journey. We've got many more to come. Um, have a great Sukkot, Dave Geller. Happy Sukkot. Uh, looking for some good positive vaccination news coming yes. out. And um, let's ride the stretch of beautiful weather to some good times and happier feelings, my friend. Great to be here, and uh, we will talk again soon. All right, guys, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Terry Samaris from Lex Media and Lexington Nass. Our theme music is from Joey Freeman, whose music you can find on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time. Thank you.